As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Being the parent of a toddler can be challenging. You've read all the parenting books, visited all the websites, participated in all the parenting programs, and still, your child is misbehaving. Today, we're providing several scenarios to help you better understand your little one and get them back on track. I'm Susie Walton, founder of Indigo Village, and this is Parent Savers, episode 44. Faster than a speeding toddler. Sit still for just a minute. Can soothe boo-boos with a gentle kiss. Would you get down from there? Able to clean poopy bottoms in a single swipe. Oh, what did you eat? Turning frazzled mommies and daddies into procreators of peace and harmony. Ah, quit touching me. It's Parent Savers, empowering new parents everywhere. Welcome to Parent Savers, broadcasting from the Birth Education Center of San Diego. I am your host, Sunny Galt. I'm your guest host. I'm also the host of our sister show, Preggy Pals, which is focused on pregnancy. Are you a member of the Parent Savers Club? Our club gives you access to all of our episodes, plus free bonus content after every new show, and giveaways and discounts. You can sign up on our website, parentsavers.com. I am a new parent. I have two sons, Sayer, who's two and a half, and Urban, who's 10 months old. I am Hillary Gardner. I am a child and family photographer, stillsbyhill.com. I am 30 years old, and I have one little girl who was four named Liliana. I didn't know that was her full name. I just, you Hillary just said, Gardner? No, 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 no. no. Oh. oh, Lily. Oh, Lily. <laughs> I know you. Oh, Liliana. Yes, yeah, Liliana. you just say Lily, so I didn't oh, know. Oh, we just call oh. her Lily, sometimes Liliana. Oh, that's cute. She calls herself Lil, you know, <laughs> whatever she wants. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Before we get started, here's John O'Reel with the best apps for new parents. Hey, Parent Savers. I'm John O'Reel, founder of FamilyFriendlyVideoGames.com, and I'm here to talk about helpful apps for new parents. 
Today, I want to talk to you about the Moogies, and this is a great app for two and three-year-olds to just keep them entertained and occupied. It really is an interactive cartoon. It's not so much a game as it's just a series of funny things that happen to these nine different animal creatures. The startup screen is sort of set up like a phone dial pad, but then within each one, a creature is doing a funny thing. Maybe there's a horse exercising, and if you touch on the exercise ball, it blows up real big until it explodes, and the horse seemingly explodes into the screen in a funny way. Or maybe there's a science laboratory that's haunted by a ghost, and kids need to seek out and find each of the different places to touch within the screen to make the funny things happen. It keeps my three-year-old occupied for hours. They love playing it. They love showing it to their friends. It's called The Moogies. The Moogies is 99 cents. It's definitely one of our favorite apps that you should check out, and you can get a link to it on this week's episode page. But also listen to future episodes of ParentSavers.com for more great apps for new parents. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Today on Parent Savers, we have Susie Walton from Indigo Village, a virtual program that empowers parenting and child development. And Susie is helping us resolve some of the common issues we face every day with our toddlers. And oh my gosh, I just feel like day in and day out, it is like this struggle. I know. I agree. <laughs> it's Completely. Like, oh my God. They do things that you're just like, I didn't even know I had to protect against that. What? Or things that come out of your mouth and you're like, I can't believe I just had to say that you're like, to make oh my- you stop doing something. <laughs> right? Okay. Well, the main point of today's show is to give you guys a lot of different scenarios that you guys can use in your own life. But before we dive into that, I just want to talk about misbehaving in general, Susie. So what are some of the main reasons why toddlers misbehave? Why we all misbehave, but we'll <laughs> zero in on toddlers. Let's zero in on toddlers. <laughs> it's because misbehavior is a form of communication. We have a mindset that misbehavior means that a child's spoiled or they're, um, you know, we give in to them or you know, they're out to get us or mm-hmm. they come from a bad genetic makeup. Right. You know, we have all these reasons, but really the reason a child misbehaves is a form of communication because one of their basic needs are not being met, whether they're not feeling powerful or loved or like they're contributing members of the family or that they belong. Now, that's what they can believe and that is truth. We can't do anything about that, but what we can do is to help them feel more part of or a contributing member. First of all, it's important parents to remember misbehavior is communication. We are the only species on this planet that need more than food, water, and shelter to survive. Okay. As a human being, we have to have a sense of purpose, a sense of belonging, a sense of contribution, or we will self-destruct. We read about it, we yeah. see it. So if that, if you guys can just even get that one little piece from that today, it'll be huge. Your child still needs to go to bed, they still need to pick up their toys, and they need to stop hitting their sister, but 
you're looking at it now as a form of communication, not that they're out to get wow. you, that they're spoiled brats right. or something. Right, yeah. and that does change the way you view things. It's a whole things. different paradigm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is. Yeah. Wow. Okay. At what age would you say do children typically know right from wrong? They well, they can learn it. At, they start learning it when they start climbing up on a counter, and we put them back down. Okay. Or they start putting their fingers in a socket, <laughs> and you remove them. Yeah. You know, they start yeah. learning by our actions. Toddlers aren't out to misbehave. I don't think yeah. they're just trying to figure out what this thing is we all call life. Okay. What's okay? What's not okay? Why is it okay to splash in the bathtub but not splash all our food on the, in our high chair? Right. Why can we hose outside but not take the hose in the house and hose down inside? Right. So they're just still they're trying to figure out what is right and wrong. It's how we handle it that has the biggest impact. I think a lot of people forget also that we were there at one point and we yeah. had to learn what's right and wrong. We just know. We just take it for granted that they know they're not supposed to do that. <laughs> right. What are you thinking? Like, right. They're, they have to learn that... And we can do that without having to punish them. Yeah. We don't have to spank them on the bottom and say, don't you do that. We don't have to do that. Yeah. You just remove them. Right. And you say, that's not okay. Yeah. And you keep doing it. Right. Right. So, yeah, that kind of leads me into the next point, and that is, at what point is some form of discipline necessary? Because... Yes, they are trying to communicate with us, but at the same time, my kid will do something over and over and over again, and me removing him from the situation—it's just not work. It's just not working. He's just—he's trying to communicate with me. I get that. <laughs> well, what is it? What, what's he doing? What's he doing? If I in the morning, you know, can't open his door because uh, I got those little locky things or whatever on the doors, um, so he's got to stay in there until I come get him up. And if I don't get him up right when he wants to get up, he will start taking everything out of his dresser drawers. <laughs> And throwing it I in his went room through this last week. Oh God! And she's four, so I probably what? Do I have a year and a half more of this crap that I got? I do think it? probably more than a year and a half. Okay, so but, but it drives me crazy, and I and I say to him, I'm just like, Sayer, you can't do this, honey. Like, just I mean, and I don't even know what to do. But it's like, it's just not working. Me saying okay, so no. So first of all, because what I heard you say is, you tell him you can't do this. Then what can he do? Like, have, can leave them in the drawer. <laughs> well, have you told them that? No. Yeah, see, th- so the thing is, parents, especially women, moms, a long time ago, many of us learned it wasn't okay to ask for what we wanted. Uh-huh. So it's almost like, and, and knowing what you want is a sign of healthy self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And so we learn not to ask for what we want, but we're good at saying what we don't want. Right. And the thing is, when you tell a child, so right now, everybody who's listening to this broadcast, close your eyes. <laughs> and with your eyes closed, don't visualize a gray elephant. Now open your eyes. You all saw the elephant because the brain has does does nothing with the word don't. So when we're telling our kids, don't get out of bed, don't throw your clothes, don't splash, don't hit. All they hear is get out of bed, throw mm-hmm. food, and splash and hit. <laughs> and you're not allowing them to be cooperative because you're not telling them what you want. I try and do. We have the very the similar thing. Like my daughter will just come up and she's just hit me, just out oh, of the yeah. blue, whatever. And I'm like, right. we use our hands to color. We use our hands to clap. Whatever. We don't hit. So should I just exclude? We don't hit. Just keep. No. Saying what what you I want you do? to exclude is saying we. Because are oh. you? I want you to use the word I. I am not okay with being hit. I'm okay that you're mad, or I'm okay you wanted something. I am not okay with you hitting me. Oh, so you're going to okay. have to figure out a different way of letting me know. Oh, got it. Okay. Okay? Yes. Use the word I. Be accountable. Own your stuff. But I'm very, like, I'll tell her, you can't come out of your room in the morning until the clock says whatever. You can read books. I want you to stay in your room until the clock gets to here. And if you want, you can read books or you can play with your animals. Or she's four. Yeah. 
to quit telling her what to do. I mean, she's what good at that you, point now. She's much better now. Trust what can me. you do but, to take care of yourself in the morning? And your son's two? Two and a half. He's getting there. Yeah. What can you do in your room that's work that's okay with me until I open the door? Yeah. What are some ideas? Because our kids are so... Oh. Your kids are still in that... Between two and five, it's a very power stage. Oh, my, oh my right God. God. So <laughs> <laughs> the power, the power struggle, it's just, like I'll say, um, we're going to do this after you, we'll go somewhere, whatever. Well, I don't really like that place mm-hmm. anymore. Like, she knows exactly, you know, and she wants to do it on her terms. And if I do something for her just because we're running late and I just have to, she'll redo it. She will take it apart, take off her shoes, do whatever, because she has to do it on her end. Patience. So, <laughs> Patience. More, often, more often than not, you want to say, you want to ask them a question, question versus telling. Like, what do you want to do when we're done here? Do you want to do this or that? Or um, what do you put, have to put on your feet now before we go outside? Oh, or? she says nothing. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's the response because she knows what I'm trying to. I give her choices. I was told. Okay, give choices. Choices are great. Like things. You're well, then okay you with. say, "Listen, it's time to get leave. Do you want to put on your shoes? Or you want me to put them on?" She'll say nothing. We've, well, then, we've then you put them. This. Then you put them on. <laughs> yeah. Don't sit yeah. there and negotiate. Yeah. Just put them on. Hmm, okay. Or do you want to put your shoes on in, in in the house or in the car? Yeah. And not even always choices. One of the best phrases, especially for a four year old and two and a half year olds getting there, is saying to them, "How are we going to make this work?" Mm-hmm. One night, a dad was trying to get his four-year-old to go to bed, and it became a full-on power struggle. The little boy didn't want to go to bed at all. So the dad was raising his voice and getting really angry, and he could hear it. So he stopped, and he said to his son, this isn't working. What are we going to do? Four-year-old said, well, Daddy, you could stop yelling at me. Well, if Dad hadn't been in the middle of my parenting class, he said he would have said, if you listened to me the first time, I wouldn't have to yell at Was you. Was there a recording in my <laughs> house? Because this is the exact situation so, in words. So listen, so listen. <laughs> so then the dad says, you know what? You're right. I should never yell at you. So then he said again, so what are we going to do? The four-year-old said, I could go to bed. Dad said, that would be great. Thanks for your help. Oh, my God. It's like words of gold. <laughs> There's like light shining dull. down on her. <laughs> Isn't that, and that's a true that's story. This that's dad amazing. was in awe the next week when he came to my class. He was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Because he had a power four-year-old. Yeah. Well, and when you have two people who are both very want what they want and they're not going to stop backing up against each other. That's right. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Okay. So the original question was about discipline. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> Let's Sorry. Get back to, no. 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 That's fine. No, this is all good. But at what point? Do discipline, discipline means to teach. Okay. No. We we start teaching the moment they're born. Right. Okay. Ninety five percent of what they learn is what we model. I tell parents of toddlers, especially toddlers, actions speak louder than words. They don't need a lot of words. My granddaughter has been throwing her diaper away from the moment. She could hold something because mm-hmm. I would take her to the trash. And now she just knows, like, you know, please throw your diaper away. And she goes and throws it away. Right. You know, it's like you have a child who keeps grabbing stuff. You just remove. I know you said you've been doing that a lot, Sunny, yeah. but keep removing them and removing them. Count. Be entertained by it. I wonder how many times it's going to take. This one mom said 20 times. Susie, 20 times he pushed my limit. Uh-huh. And, I, and, I, he, he was, and he finally quit. I'm like, and how are you? <laughs> <laughs> I was exhausted. I go, well, congratulations, because first of all, kids know by age three if you're actually going to stick to a limit that you set. Right. You just taught your, you just gave a beautiful example to your child that when he's in high school 
and someone's trying to get him to do something he probably shouldn't do, mm-hmm. you just model 20 times of holding to your limit. Mm. And it's all about modeling. Right. And that's why I tell parents, too, when you're setting limits with these kids, don't set a limit you're not willing to follow through with. Right. I don't care if you're tired. Because if you give in if you're tired, if you're teaching your kid when they're in high school and they're tired to give in to what they shouldn't right. be giving into. So right. it's always modeling. Right. So discipline starts from the moment because it's, it means to teach. Okay. I think a lot of people, too, confuse discipline with punishment. Yeah. And that's a huge problem in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, discipline to teach. Dis- disciples are teachers. Mm-hmm. We're teachers. That's a really good point. Where yeah. we get in trouble is when we try to be a parent while we discipline. When you're disciplining, look at yourself as an educator. Mm-hmm. When you're snuggling and having fun and playing with your child, be a parent there. I see. But we are our kids' most important educator they'll ever have. Sure. So what are some of the common mistakes that parents make when it comes to their toddlers misbehaving? Like what are, what are we doing that we most of us are doing that we shouldn't be doing? The biggest thing you do, you're asking them too many times over and over again. Okay. You know, it's time to take a bath. It's time to take a bath. Hey, we got to get, come on, you got to take a bath. You got to take a bath. <laughs> and then the kid starts crying and you're like, oh, I can't believe I was yelling already, you know. And anyways, so that's the, the repeat part is ridiculous okay tell them once and first of all touch is the road to a child's mind so when you want your child to do something if you touch them between the shoulder and the elbow for some reason you just touch them on the arm they look at you and you say bath or bed or toys whatever it is that you want but one word because we talk way too much too especially as women (laughs) so touch and then one word and then, and if you forget, and I go, Sonny, time for a bath, because I just forget. Yeah. And you don't respond. <laughs> Instead of saying, Sonny, I go with no words, no words, parents, mothers, no words. And I go pick up Sonny and I take her to the bathtub with no words. We get in trouble. Okay, then I'm going to have to carry you. No! And then the tantrums take place. Yeah. Like we give them, like we throw a piece of... Like some gas into a fire yeah. on our way to the fire. Is it bad in that type of situation? Sometimes I've noticed with my daughter when she'll do that power struggle, I'll try and turn something into a game to get her to distract. Right when I notice she's starting to throw a fit, I'll throw over my shoulder and tickle her and do something to totally distract her. And then it turns into she'll That's totally fine. listen. That's fine. Okay. Not, I did one thing right. Passed. You get an A. Oh, yes. Just not all the time. But when you, you know, yeah, when you I feel just, like you can do it, that wouldn't work if they're already on the full on tantrum Yeah, mode. no, that doesn't But you know, work. when they're kind of like, you know, and then you just do it. it yeah. Works. So in the situation with the bath, for instance, like my husband does bath. To, he's in charge of the, the baths and whatnot. And I hear that power struggle going on in the shower the whole entire time. Stop splashing me. Stop it. And then it starts to yelling, all right, you're getting out. Like, how in that situation would be a good way to, when you're telling, stop splashing me. Please stop splashing me. We don't splash. Like, what would you say in that? I'm not okay with you splashing I'm not okay with you splashing. So your choice is? I'm not okay with you splashing. Stop splashing or the consequence will be you get out. Okay. Instead of saying, if you don't stop. Yeah, I try not then to you're do the good. ifs. That's a threat. Yeah, yeah, yeah I try not to do the ifs. So because the choice yeah. is, your choice is keep the water in the shower or the bathtub, or the consequence will be I'm going to have you get out because I'm not okay with the splashing. Okay. They splash one more time. We don't say that's your last warning. No, we get them out. Mm-hmm. They don't need a last warning. We don't need to count to three. Right. Anyone has that one, two, three magic book, throw it away, man. <laughs> My like, daughter goes four, five, six. <laughs> yeah. I know, really? What are you going to do? Beat them at three? <laughs> two and a half, two and 98s, two and, you know. <laughs> Just do it! I've been there. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, so we ask them to do it too many times, right? Once so is all they need. Once is all they need. What else are we doing wrong? Are we yelling too much? I feel like I yell all the time. Well, the I thing feel is, like we yell too much. You know, we yell at it like, you know, Hillary, come here. I need you to, you know, come eat. And then you're like, Hillary, you know, and then... And then they, and then Hillary like, mom. I'm like, don't you yell at me? If you want me, come and get me. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another thing too. Is like, if we want them to do something, go up to them. Yes, I have heard this. Do not call from them from another right. room. We're very guilty of this. Because oh, you're I teaching them. Lily, bring me da 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 da. Lily, can you please go da 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 da? And there's just no need to yell at them. Be more entertained by them. They're not yeah. out to get us. They have a mind of their own. We have, you know, there's limits they need. Right. But in general, relax a little bit with them and have fun with them because they're hilarious. It's it's true. If, Aren't if they you, so funny? Yes, it is so true. And you know, so I'm feeding into one more thing. Yeah. The importance for you parents to take care of yourselves because you know if you've slept eight hours or you worked out, them spilling their milk or them, you know, yeah. doing something that doesn't have m- that much impact with you. But if you haven't slept, that's when we just start yelling mm-hmm. and getting yeah. short with them. Yet it's not about them, it's us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When we take care of ourselves, we are much more tolerant as a parent and much and much more enjoyable mm-hmm. i always say if your kids are driving you crazy there's a 99 percent chance you're, you're driving, driving them, them crazy, crazy. <laughs> oh yes yes yeah sounds like my house <laughs> <laughs> all right when we come back we're going to talk about specific scenarios parents face every day with their toddlers we'll be right back as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming i wish i had used indeed if you need to hire you need indeed indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast ditch the busy work use indeed for scheduling screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster and indeed doesn't just help you hire faster 93 percent of employers agree indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent indeed survey and listeners of this show will get a 75 dollars sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash podcast that's indeed.com slash podcast terms and conditions apply Welcome back, everyone. Today, we are talking about misbehaving toddlers, and our special expert is Susie Walton of Indigo Village. All right, so let's dive into some of these scenarios, okay? Most parents have this happen at one point or another. What do you do when your child says no and then hits you, kicks you, does something? I mean, maybe not necessarily in that order, but the whole rebelling in that in that manner. So first of all, don't provide an opportunity for your child to say no if that's not an opportunity that you want to hear mm-hmm. okay so to speak so for me to say Sunny are you ready for your bath mm-hmm. you say no well th- now I say well you have to mm-hmm. so why don't I ask right okay okay it's important the kids know how to say no so give it to them when you're okay hey Sunny you want a carrot no okay so I'm letting you be comfortable don't, but don't ask when there's that's not an option mm-hmm. so it's bath time you want to hop to the bath or you want me to carry you and, and they might say no no bath then with no words you pick them up and take them to the bath Okay. We, I'm telling you guys, the reason a lot of the hitting and stuff takes place is because when we say, then I'm going to carry you, because you have to, you know, we start talking to them. What? Yeah. Across <laughs> my face. I you, can't even tell you. Right. So if you just pick them up with yeah. no words, you're halfway to the bathroom before they even know where they're going, because mm-hmm. you never spoke. Right. You just followed through. So that's a huge one. If they do hit you, you say, to them, I am not okay with you hitting me. I'm okay with you being mad. Mm-hmm. I am not okay with hitting. And I walk away. And I'll say to her in that situation, exactly the same, like, 
I'm not okay with you hitting me. And I say, um, you're upset, you use your words. Tell me how you feel. Do not yeah. hit. But I don't know, maybe that's not the right thing. Well, that's a lot of words oh, at that moment. Yeah, you just okay. said use your words. <laughs> <laughs> so, the, so the thing is, you guys, um, what you said, though, Hillary, is great. But that needs to be talked about at a calm time. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. I've noticed sometimes, Lily, when you get mad at me, you hit me. Okay. And you say things. It's, you know, and then you say, it's okay that you're mad. And then you have that conversation. But in the heat of the moment, when emotions are going, uh-huh. so when kids get emotionally charged, or actually all of us, the blood leaves the thought, logical part of the brain and moves into the emotional stem of the brain. The teaching okay. takes place at calm times. Okay. 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 Like if you look at John Wooden, one of the all-time best basketball coaches in ever all time from UCLA, if you ever watched him coach, he hardly coached during the game. His coaching went, took place at practice. Mm. In the game time, he'd sit there with his little program folded up and you know call timeouts but there wouldn't be a lot of teaching you can't mm-hmm. teach in that in that moment right okay right. when you hear of a child who does a lot of kicking or hitting yeah it usually means they're very kinesthetic see auditory kids who learn by listening mm-hmm. they usually use their words kinesthetic kids they show you how they feel by their actions mm. so the hitting and the kicking is he's telling you how he's feeling just through his body right so it, it's hard to, to tell a kinesthetic child use your words uh-huh because they're like, why? I just hit you. Don't you know how I feel? <laughs> you mean, it'd be like telling an auditory child, don't tell me how you feel. Show me. And yeah. they're like, why? I just told you I'm mad. Hmm. And I'm not promoting hitting, but what I am going to promote right now is to tell you guys with these kinesthetic kids, they're the ones that kick, bite, and hit. If they're mad, tell them to grab their T-shirts and, and stomp their feet and go, mad, mama, mad, mad, mad. But here I'm, he's grabbing his shirt so he's not hitting you. Uh-huh. He's ki- stomping his feet so he has some action behind it yeah but he's not hurting anyone okay it works beautifully hmm. so teach him to do that just hold his t-shirt or put his hands in his pocket would that work for like a not even two-year-old you mean like your husband no <laughs> <laughs> i hope he's not listening. um no for like my nephew for instance like he has two older sisters he's almost two his sister's 14 and uh, nine mm-hmm. so he sees them, he repeats a lot of their behavior, and so the nine-year-old will, like, stomp off when she's upset. So now he has started stomping off and, like, hitting. She doesn't hit, but, you know, he started doing a lot of that. So is that something my sister yeah, sure. could incorporate? Yeah, grab the T-shirt, grabbing a shirt and grab the bottom shirt, and, and grab on it. Mad, mama, mad, mad, mad. Okay. Okay, tantrums in public. Mm-hmm. Okay, because this, ha- regardless, you know, when I try to go out, inevitably something's going to happen. So this is everything from, you know, you're at whatever store and they just have a complete meltdown. You've got your list of stuff you got to get done and it's just an all out drag out, you know, tantrum um, to eating in public. You know, I mean, it, for me, my little guy is very active. And if I make him sit for, you know, a specific amount of time, he will get restless. So in general, like, how do you handle those? Because you also, as a parent, you feel like you're being judged by other people when you're mm-hmm. out in public. Like, so first oh, of all, you're not being judged. All the other parents are looking at you going, oh, my God, thank God that's not me. That's sometimes what I say to mom. Oh, really? Parents are thinking I've that. I've been there. But. The only parents I've ever judged are the parents that are grabbing their kids or spanking them in public. But the kids who are on the tantrum and the parents sitting there like, I'm like, oh, my God, you poor woman. Hang in there. It all it works. It happens to all of us. <laughs> They're agree. not judging you. They're like, oh, I feel so bad for yeah. you. So don't worry about the judgment part. Okay. okay. Also, make sure the timing's right when you take them. Uh-huh. You know, make sure they have food in their stomach. Make sure they, you know, they're not ready for a nap and you're trying to throw right. in a market at the mm-hmm. last second. Right. Make sure you have them throwing them in and out of the car seat for like five times straight. Yeah. Like they have to have some runaround time in between okay. to get some of that exercise. You know, carry a snack that you know they like mm-hmm. that they can eat in the 
Little what thing. I have found works with Lily, now that she's a little older, I'll say, can you find me? I'm looking for whatever. Can you help me find something that's so get them purple? Involved. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get her involved. We had one meltdown at a store where I was, like, not knowing what to do. And I have a bed back. I have I can't mm-hmm. lift my daughter a lot of the times. And then she had fractured her clavicle. So we had two double whammies against us. And I had to go to Costco. Had to, had to, had to. She wanted to sit in the front cart. But I couldn't lift her, not only because my back, but you couldn't lift by her arms because uh. the clavicle. So I had to lift by her waist. She didn't want to sit in the back of the car. She wanted to sit in the front of the car. Literally threw herself down on the floor, spread arms out, like freaking out because she wanted to sit. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like, I just. What'd you do? I'm like, honey, we got to get up. And I held her and I just gave her a hug. I'm like, calm down. Like, we can walk or you can sit in the back. I want to sit in the front. (laughs) I mean, just, and I've never had to deal with that. I've been really lucky where she hasn't really thrown a big fit in public. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know what to do. And moms are looking at me and I'm like, oh my God. That's what yeah. you ask him. Uh-huh. But see, it takes a village. Yeah. That's what you ask him. Mom say, listen, she wants to be in the front. I have a bad back. Would you be willing to put her in the front? Like yeah. you ask someone. I know, but I feel bad. You like, can't. You got kid. it. It takes a village. <laughs> I tell this to my clients. Like, I can help you. I'll carry your kid. I'll do it. See? Right. It's my own kid. I know. Yeah. Take, quit trying to do things on your yeah. own parents out there. It takes a village. Yeah. Yeah. And anybody I, at Costco would have been more than happy to help you with that baby and get her back up in the thing. Yeah. So You know what sometimes I do if I feel bad to ask for help? I'll make a bigger deal out of it than what it is. And usually people will feel bad and just offer to help. <laughs> like, oh, my God, you don't want to get in the cart? What am I going to do? Oh, my God. I would love to see that, Sunny. <laughs> it has happened. That would be awesome. It. That's funny. <laughs> okay, so that kind of covers going out in public. Okay, what if your kid is jealous of other siblings? That means they've lost their place in the family dynamics they don't know where they belong okay so they get jealous so you want to find their own little like they become the keeper of the time or mm-hmm. they become your kitchen assistant especially the older they ones need a when role. they get they need a specific role <coughs> jobs okay. responsibilities well they need role play yeah. a new spot especially yeah. the oldest when they get dethroned by the babies mm-hmm. it's it's called dethronement so all of a sudden you have to find them a new place to you know belong and 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 to stay away from the saying you get to you know be a good helper to your sister like don't use the word good you know, keep the sister out of it. They want something more. Like they want something that's uniquely theirs. Yeah, like the yeah. supervisor of the dog. Like them, if they the like baby wasn't names. there, what would they be doing? Kind of like well, that? Big, no, if the baby wasn't there, they'd be running the <laughs> no, show. No, I mean, their, their, jo- their, quote, job, not involving the baby at all. Yeah, yeah something that's it's a baby. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kitchen yeah. assistant is a great one. And if they're saying, well, when it comes to jealousy, if they're saying, well, I wish I could ride my bike as good as, you know, Hillary, uh-huh. you say, well, do you want to ride your bike? that would good or I wish I, I could spell like you know my brother do you want to s- spell better because sometimes they say that kind of stuff just to see what you mm-hmm. respond because they think that you might like them the other child more because they can do something better right so you just say if you want to practice your spelling words I'll help you if that's that important to you or if you want to practice riding your bike I can help you with that and they'll say nah it's okay I'm gonna go throw a baseball or something so they're just kind of checking you out to see how you felt because they're they're testing us too, just as much as we're learning our roles oh, and trying. Yeah. There, mm-hmm. I feel like he's testing me all. Well, they're all <laughs> testers. They're, they're trying to figure out what's okay, what's not okay. I know a lot of parents have issues like sleep issues, like their kids don't want to sleep. You know, it's nap time. I know I fight with nap time quite a bit. You know, and and, and what I do now, you know, we have a set nap time. It's one o'clock, and he goes down, and you know. He's good once he's down. It's getting him down, you know? Mm-hmm. So, but I, what I've been doing is we eat right before. So I'm hoping to fill up his belly, make him nice and comfortable, make sure his diapers change, do all that kind of stuff. And then, you know, put him down. But 
you know, inevitably, unless he's just really tired, it'll take a half hour and I will hear hitting on the walls. I'll hear stuff coming out of drawers, you know. So so what do you oh, So he's do? not in a crib. Oh, no, 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 no. He he escaped out of the crib at 18 months. So I had to. <laughs> OK. Well, the thing is, my granddaughter does the same. thing. I was just there yesterday. It took her an hour to fall asleep. She's in there jumping. Yes. Kicking the crib because she's in a crib still. OK. Jumping around, kicking, singing. I ignore it until I hear some crying. And then I go in because she's either has to get her diaper changed or or through her binky out. Okay. Pacifier. Yep. Sometimes everything out of her crib's gone. Blankets, Mm -hmm. everything. Mm -hmm. And then I put it back in with no words. I give her a binky. I lay her down. And I go, it's time for sleep. Well, now she's mimicking me. As as I I walk out the door, she goes, time to sleep. Time to sleep. Time to sleep. (laughs) I'm like, oh, my gosh. (laughs) How do you not laugh? Like, I have a really hard time not laughing. I have to turn my head so I can't laugh. I know. I know. (laughs) Because once she does fall asleep, like your son, she's out for two hours. But it. It can take up to an hour, yeah, but yeah. I'm not giving in to her and letting her get out of the crib because yeah. she's tired. Yeah. <laughs> so if my kid is going crazy in his room and it's nap time, it's okay just to leave him in there. Just let him. Yeah. Because he'll it, crash eventually. Yeah. My walls may get damaged, but Well, you crash. could say to him, when you're ready to go to sleep, just go back, put yourself back in bed. That, yeah, because he'll fall asleep mm-hmm. on the floor. Yeah. He'll be mm-hmm. so exhausted. Ask him. He just falls Just say, asleep. go to sleep back in bed. So do we have a t- I have a story. I want okay. to tell you. Yeah. So I, I tell parents, like, you know, bedtime's bedtime at night. And, you know, I used to say if they're seven or eight and they're not tired, just say, okay, well, read in your bed mm-hmm. and yeah, fall asleep do. when you're mm-hmm. ready. Well, last year, this man, my dad in my class, he goes, you know, I actually have a three and a half year old and every night has been horrific. He's pounding on the door and when we shut the door, he ends up falling asleep eventually, but all the books are on the ground, lights are on and he's right by the door. Mm-hmm. He goes, so the next night after your, cl- your class, I went to my three and a half year old. I said, listen, from now on, you're in charge of putting yourself to bed. I'm going to shut the door when it's time for bed. But you can go to sleep whenever you're ready. But what I'd really appreciate from you is if you turn off the light and be in bed when you're done. The very first night, it gets quiet. He goes in there. The light's out. And the boy's in bed. Because mm-hmm. the dad told him, but three and a half, that's pretty young. So you yeah. can just tell you two and a half. Right. I don't know if he'll get it yet. But when you're ready to fall into sleep, just get back into bed and go to sleep. Okay. Well, thank you, Susie. You're welcome. Thank you. for providing us with this Absolutely. information. For more information about Susie, about Hillary and I, and uh, more resources on this topic, you can visit our website, parentsavers.com. After the show, for our Parent Savers Club members, we'll explore a couple more scenarios submitted by our Facebook friends. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Before we conclude today's episode, here is blogger David Vienna of the Daddy Complex. Hi, Parent Savers. This is the Daddy Complex. I'm David Vienna, father of twin boys, and if my experience has taught me anything about parenting, it's that I know nothing about parenting. 
That vintage 1976 wool rug that you discovered at the thrift store, roll it up. That limited edition Army of Darkness figurine of ash complete with chainsaw hand, pack it away. The antique chairs your parents passed down to you in the hopes that they would one day be passed on to their grandchildren, that succession stops with you, unless splintered chairs are the new trend. Childproofing your home protects your kids, but I defy you to find a way to protect your home or anything else from your kids, which is why it's best if you just stop getting upset about damage done, and maybe if something needs to be replaced, get the cheap version. It'll get damaged again. Last year, we purchased a new minivan. We love it. It makes it super easy to haul around two toddlers, a dog, and whatever groceries, luggage, jetpack prototypes we may have. And don't get me started on the sound system. Anyway, I don't know when the newlywed title of new car officially wears off, but the bit I'm about to relay happened at about the three-month mark, and three months is by no means old. It still had that new car smell. One holiday weekend as we drove north for a visit with the grandparents, our son Wyatt got a tickle in his throat, coughed twice, then projectile vomited a bottle's worth of milk all over the back of the passenger seat and inside the door and the floor mats and his car seat. Just to offer a little turning of a knife, he wasn't even sick. He just coughed too hard and then did an impression of a dairy fountain. So just three months after we purchased the minivan, I had to shell out a chunk of change to have the thing detailed. But because I already accepted that everything we have is subject to destruction by the boys, I wasn't upset. It's just part of raising a toddler, or in my case, two incredibly destructive toddlers. There's simply no way around it. Your children will destroy stuff. There are entire blogs dedicated to this truism. So getting mad about it proves about as useful and worthy as screaming at the moon. And once your tot shoves a peanut butter and jelly sandwich into your new Blu-ray player, if you don't keep some perspective, you'll go start raving mad and do just that. Check out more of my terrible advice at thedaddycomplex.com, The Huffington Post, or on Twitter at The Daddy Complex. You can also view episodes of Fighting with Babies, my puppet web series for parents at thedaddycomplex.com slash FWB. And be sure to keep listening to Parent Savers for more fatherly tips. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to check out our sister show, Preggy Pals, which is all about pregnancy, and The Boop Group, which is all about breastfeeding. This is Parent Savers, empowering new parents. This has been a New Mommy Media production. The information and material contained in this episode are presented for educational purposes only. Statements and opinions expressed in this episode are not necessarily those of New Mommy Media and should not be considered facts. While such information and materials are believed to be accurate, it is not intended to replace or substitute for professional medical advice or care, and should not be used for diagnosing or treating health care problem or disease or prescribing any medication. If you have questions or concerns regarding your physical or mental health or the health of your baby, please seek assistance from a qualified health care provider. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, mamas, don't forget to check out Mighty Moms. It's our online community built for new moms just like you. Not only can you connect with other moms, but you can also join us backstage for special mom-only online events. And you'll also be notified when we're recording so you can join us as a special guest. Visit our website, newmommymedia.com, and click on the Mighty Moms banner. It's free. That's newmommymedia.com. See you there.